Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Mm, rich. Got these away from me. Those are trouble. Your father would love these. Your father, he has the sweet tooth. Mm. He and Abney, you're a cat. He's not for cats. Is that Twaffy? I need a napkin. Give me a napkin, please. Stop recording me. I'm having one more. Stop it. I want this one. Not gonna walk. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network, a fine network. It's Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. Podcast listeners. This is for you. And over yonder, making the magic happen, super producer, we call him JD. Hello. There he is. <laughs> Here we are. Shout out to the stream team, joining us live right now on YouTube. Go get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, tanks. New beach step and tank tops. Once you get one of these, you put it on your body, you hit the beach, you take a photo, you tag us. <laughs> Simple as that. It's available in three colors, white pink and black again nodunks.com and hey while you're over there search for the is this good t-shirt that your boy skeetsy's rocking nice. here yeah maddie o and jd would be ecstatic <laughs> with you buying one of these from the breaking tea store on today's pod we're gonna do a little nba free agency primer test mm-hmm. we're gonna get everybody ready for this free agent class but first it finally happened oh yeah <laughs> We got ourselves a trade. That wasn't bad. I thought I did a pretty good Kirby there. <laughs> uh, per multiple reports, the Hawks are sending forward John Collins to the Utah Jazz. Forget this. Swingman, Rudy Gay, and a second round pick. This trade won't be finalized until July 6th at the earliest, but Collins to Utah for Rudy Gay and a second round pick, Tassie. I guess we shouldn't be surprised that John Collins got moved, but it's pretty shocking, the return. Sure, sure. This is like uh, John Collins is a good car, and uh, the Hawks say to the Jazz, hey, we got this good car, productive car. Mm -hmm. Got it a few years ago. Mm -hmm. You want it? The Jazz are like, okay, do you want anything in return? Nah, nah, just just take it. Okay, one condition, you got to pay the payments for the next three years. (laughs) And then you'll figure it out. Maybe the car comes back. Um, yeah, talk to the car after. But that, that, we want nothing. We want nothing. Jazz were like, oh, sure. Yeah, we've been eyeing this car. Mm-hmm. A, a productive car. What's wrong with it? Hawks. Listen, we just don't use it like we used to. Right, right. It's taking up room in the garage. It's taking up a lot of room. <laughs> we've got a lot of expensive cars beside it. Yeah. So we just got to get rid of one. Jazz, opportunity. Pick this one up, baby. They're putting it in their garage, and it's going to work out pretty well with Lowry Markinen, Walker Kessler as a front court. You might think, ah, oh, it's going to be 
a little too clogged. But the Jazz always have played three bigs like that. They mm-hmm. played Kelly Olnick with Markinen and, and Kessler, and I, I think they're totally fine with this. And I think this is good for Collins, being that he's not really a rim protector, and you can play with those two bigs. Yep. Uh, I think he can shoot it better than he shot it last year, which was you know below thirty percent from three. But in, historically, he he has shot it better. And again. They bought this car because it was a productive car. This is, is he he. They got a great deal. They got a great deal. He scores a lot, and he can score. And I, and I think it's a better fit because there will be more space in Utah for him to do his picking and rolling, which is where he thrives. Good situation for him. So I'm happy for him for the Hawks. This is really uh, it's not an addition by subtraction, as, as Jeff Schultz put it. It's just a subtraction. Yeah. It, it, they, they just weren't using him right. He wasn't on the right team. or wasn't on the right sort of roster for him. And they lose out. They lost a talented guy. This is all about financial flexibility for the Hawks. Moving off of Collins, he's owed $78 million over the next three seasons. It allows the Hawks to drop far below the $182.5 million second apron and beneath the $165 million luxury tax threshold for next season. The swap also creates a $25.3 million trade exception for the Hawks. They have a year to use that. We'll see if they do. But that's what this was here. Oh, yeah. Right, because they've got uh, a bunch of other cars Mm -hmm. to run with your analogy that they would like to use a little bit more to get out on the roads. Maybe Jalen Johnson, maybe A.J. Griffin. Okongwu, obviously, is one of their bigs. And they have a bunch of forthcoming extensions, the Hawks do, in regards to DeJounte Murray, Okongwu, and the recently acquired Sadiq Bay, and they just had to, they had to fix their fix their books here. Mm-hmm. But it is wild, not really surprising, what we've seen been going on the last little bit, but still wild that John Collins, who helped the Hawks, let's not forget, in 2021, helped them get what two games away from the NBA Finals, a nice run, and a month later they gave him the five-year, 125 million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. And what, five or six months later, he was immediately on the trade block and had been there ever since until right. he obviously gets moved yesterday to the Utah Jazz. But I think this is a really good example here of once a guy's name does get on the trade block that you can lose a player. And I think his confidence took a hit. Uh, you know, I, I have no idea. I'm just guessing here. But obviously his, his production declined over the last couple of years. It seems yeah. pretty convenient that it was a part of it. They tried trading his ass every time. You yeah, could. but his role also declined. His role definitely declined too. Yeah. Because of other pieces in there and stuff like that. He He's a weird player, right? He can't protect the rim, but he's not a great shooter. I mean, he was for a year or so, but that sort of disappeared. So he, what, great in the pick and roll, obviously can play above the yep. rim. He's good, but he's he's in a weird position in today's NBA. I think oddly, like he's more of like a prototypical power forward from you know 15 years ago, but because he's not like a stretch big, and he's obviously not protecting the rim, he's in a weird spot. But I think he'll fit better in Utah, and I think he needs a fresh start. Is what I'm also getting at here. For sure, yeah. he'll he'll be better with floor spacers. And being here in in Atlanta, I, I thought, yeah, he's just he's never going to be a good three point shooter. But I think the the recent pass, it's a little recency bias there with that sort of idea because. You said one year, and and maybe just because it's been such a sour situation, it feels like it's just one year where he had a good shooting year, but it was a few. He had a 40% year 
back to back at two of them that's actually true. that's true and then he had a 36 percent, which is average but yeah uh, you're right uh, the things sort of soured around him and that could have factored into his subpar year last year no doubt but he contributes to winning even though he is a little undersized, even though he is a little slight, he needs to play with somebody who protects the rim like Walker Kessler. That'll help. Mm-hmm. Others that stretch the floor like Lowry Markkinen. That'll help. So when you think of him as uh, uh, an undersized player playing with other seven-footers, then he's not undersized anymore. And then he's a little bit more well-suited. And he gets after it defensively. I, I know he doesn't have a great reputation, but he makes winning plays. If there's a definition of winning, like he gets it after it on the boards. Like he's just scrappy. He gets in the way defensively, like in a good way. He gets in the way of offensive players driving to the hoop. He, he just does winning stuff. And I think he'll shoot that corner three fairly well. They had Jared Vanderbilt shooting that at the beginning of the year before he was moved. So he can shoot that ball. I think they're going to be pretty happy with him. Uh, this is just a good get for literally for nothing. Yeah. Uh, a very talented dude who was, yeah, in, in a different world, he was, <laughs> it feels like light years ago, or he was averaging 20 and 10 for the Hawks. Yeah. And he was putting up good numbers. But here in a lesser role, he'll be productive and he'll he'll help out. He'll help out winning. Do you think this is the Jazz sending a message to their fan base, to their other players? Like, we aim to be playoff competitive in sort of an addition here. Uh, or is this simply Danny Ainge, like you said, searching uh, Facebook Marketplace, saw a mm-hmm. deal too good mm-hmm. to pass on, and the idea you bring in, Dan- uh, bring in John Collins for next to nothing, build up his trade value, and then flip him. At the deadline, if he uh, you know can play better than the thirteen and six that he was given the Hawks and sort of not being able to shoot the ball, and maybe he's just reinvigorated. Is that fu- that's not that far fetched with Danny Ainge the way he looks at players? Yeah, but he has been a Utah Jazz ta- target for a while as well, yeah, right? True. So, so I don't think this is just one opportunity where he sees it on on the website and says, "Click, click, can't resist this deal." I think they have wanted him for a while and. Are they uh, going for the playoffs? I, I think they have no choice with the way, with how hard they play, and with Lowry Markinen. They've got a lot of talent. It looks like they're going to be at least a 500 team. Like that, that has to be the absolute right. uh, floor for them uh, because Walker Kessler came on last year, wasn't playing at the beginning of the year, looking like a guy that you do not want to go anywhere close to at the rim. Lowry Markinen ain't going anywhere. Now you have John Collins, who is going to fit really well with with those, that those three guys. Like the league is going, you know, air quotes bigger in some ways. This is a great move. I think I think they can all play defensively together. Uh, the guards this is a huge other big question mark. I, I'm not sure exactly what happens there, but I, I think they are going to be. Just by default, a 500 team. They'll they'll want to be, too, because they owe a top 10 protected first-round pick to OKC next season. So it's not like they're going to be, you know, likely. I mean, it's top 10 protected, so yeah, I guess you could, like, things could go bad, people could get hurt, and you could be like, all right, let's just get another great draft pick. Um, But they would probably want to get, they probably want to convey that pick, get out of debt uh, to OKC. So that's uh, something to watch here, too, which is why I think they will try to be competitive. Whether it's a playoff spot, a chance for the play-in. I think it'll be somewhere around there. But yeah, we both agree this is a nice deal. One thing about going back to the Hawks here, uh, Jason Walker, who covers uh, the Hawks, who's a great follow on Twitter, he tweeted in talking about them probably waiting too long to get off of Collins here. The easiest part about a rebuild is the build-up. 
wrote Walker. You have rookie contracts, draft picks, cap space. It's when those players get to extension age is when you earn your money as a GM, knowing when to hold and when to fold, and not trading John Collins at max value a few years ago when it was pretty clear they didn't trust him long-term is the most glaring one. Do you have uh, any thoughts there? Do you agree with that, disagree? I think there's some truth to that here. Yeah, but it's also what the Hawks did. They paid so many other guys as well. And so Collins, he's just a, a victim of the circumstance there. Like They overpaid four guys looking back throughout the roster, right? They they paid guys like DeAndre Hunter and Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, and they took on Clint Capella's contract. And so somebody just has to go, really. <laughs> that That's what it came down to. You you said earlier that the guy a guy who's been sort of in rumors and after that's been going on for a while that you're not going to get the same sort of value after a while. Mm-hmm. But it's also a big part of it is just this new CBA coming up mm-hmm. right here, right now. And so we've seen a couple players now, Beal, uh, who it was a bit of a different circumstance, um, but John Collins as well go for literally nothing uh, because teams are worried about the new CBA and how much money they have to pay. But also Collins in a scenario where he signed that deal after 2021. He was flying all over the place when, when they upset the, the Sixers in the second round. They went to the conference finals and, and they played the Bucks, and he was doing everything that the team asked him to do. He was like, you know, pretty average in terms of numbers in the, in the postseason. Like he 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 wasn't even contributing a ton. Uh, he, he's fourteen and eight point seven, but those are really key important numbers. It's like a little like Aaron Gordon is doing for the Denver Nuggets, chip in when you need to, and so he can do that on, on any team. But yeah, things just soured, uh, and I don't fault the, the Hawks for giving him that contract. But when they started building, like like the chemistry was wrong. They started paying too many guys, and he soured for sure. He yeah. wasn't at his exit interview this past uh, exit <laughs> when they got bounced, and I guess you can understand why. <laughs> he just he hasn't had a good couple of years there. What is John Collins' like most memorable moment with the with the Hawks? What would you? What he would you pick? smashed it on Joel Embiid. He did. He's that's right. A some John the Baptist. I mean, he has some great dunks. Huge the highlight dunks. reel is sick. Yeah. It's, what about when he uh, clipped the uh, plane in the dunk contest? <laughs> <laughs> Not a good memory, Skeets. No, no, not really a funny memory. I find the goggles. Yeah, scarf, goggles. Had to take the goggles off. Couldn't see. Yeah, goggles. and then he clipped it. Luckily, he didn't fall. That would have been even worse. Goggles don't help see. <laughs> You know, that's the weird thing no, about no. goggles. They limit your vision. And uh, I think, yeah, the Hawks front office, if you want to talk about limiting vision, they they messed up in the last few years. They've now got a new front office. Mm-hmm. That was Travis Schlenk and his front office. Landry Fields, former NBA player, and Kyle Korver have taken over. And, yeah, this isn't good. They should have traded him 12 months ago. You could say that about... Bradley Beal. You could say that yeah. about a, a bunch of players. With now with this new CBA, with the, the new details coming out these last couple months, GMs are getting worried yeah. and talking to their ownership and saying, "Oh, damn, just just give that guy away." I mean, that, that really talented guy. That- you can't have these super expensive rosters and be f- fighting to get into the playoffs. Yeah, you, I mean, if you're gonna be you know flirting with second aprons and stuff like that, and none of them really want to because it's gonna really limit your abilities to obviously trade and add players and all of that. But if you are, you better be good. 
You you can't you cannot be paying, you know, just way too much money for a, a middling team. Yeah. In uh, so they I, had to do this. Really, there's some scenarios where like the Suns and Matt Ishbia, if they happen to be mediocre, no one's gonna feel sorry for Ishbia. He makes money fist over fist in the mortgage market. Sure. Uh, though the Warriors, championship after championship after championship, if they have a couple years where they don't win, it's it's already paid off. They have a new building. Everything's fine. But I I understand. There is a bottom line for most teams. Yes. There ain't a money tree for most teams. And uh, I think the, the Jazz just are one team now that used a bunch of cap room here. Instead of in free agency, they used it on John Collins. And it's not a, a destination spot for free agency. It's not. Uh, so this was a smart maneuver for them to go get a, a very, very talented guy uh, to help out. And there's just, there's just more teams then there are players to throw at. You know what I mean? Uh, money to money to more teams with money than there are players to throw that money at mm. is, is what I'm trying to say. So I, I think it's smart for the Jazz to jump in this way instead of becoming disappointed over the next week on Friday when, when guys get signed up. There's just not a lot of great players. I think that's why we saw the Porzingis deal as well. Just get in on that in a trade rather than try in free agency here. And I'm happy for John Collins just in general. I mean, he's going to Utah where he was born. I didn't even realize that. He was born in Leighton, Utah. Didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. didn't know that. Uh, Dad was uh, in the Navy, I think. Mm. Uh, so uh, bounced around Some a bit. Base. So maybe maybe he'll be happy there. I think he'll just be happy in a in a role where they're going to share the ball. Will Hardy's going to get him good shots. Yeah. Well, they're going to hope. I don't think it's going to be all-star level. Like, he'll be uh, yeah. on an all-star squad like Lowry Markkinen. But they're going to hope to, like, rehabilitate his image across the league. And again, to either then flip, because there's a lot of money still left on this deal, or to obviously have as a, as a piece moving forward. I'm, I'm, you know, we've, we had John on our show when we were the starters a couple times. He was awesome. Like, he really is a super, super nice guy. So we're like rooting for him and we're like hoping like this works out. And I think it will. I think no matter where he was going, he's one of these players. It happens. We see it all the time. You just need a fresh start, especially after years and years of trade rumors mm -hmm. and it's sort of like oh what are you how good are you oh, okay we're moving in a different direction yeah front office is changing coaches changing all that it's kind of i mean some players can power through it you know they're pros and it's not like he wasn't i mean he's still showing up and oh, working, absolute but pro. it has to have an effect on you basketball is a lot about confidence <laughs> it really is and and i think it his was hurt especially this last year definitely so yeah i think a fresh start will be great for him did you go back and watch any of the interviews we had with him? I didn't. I didn't. I meant to. I meant to. We had a couple. <laughs> we, I was going to say he was on once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was wonderful. <laughs> I, I wanted to go back. I don't usually rewatch them for the purpose of just you know rehashing the guests' answers and stuff, but I wanted to because he was good. Was he the one that showed up wearing the same thing as Lee once? Was that John yes, Collins? Yeah, yes. they were wearing a very similar shirt. Party maybe, shirt. Maybe that was a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like uh, he had a sponsorship. You make $100 million? Why are you wearing a shirt that Lee bought at TJ Maxx? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he had a sponsorship with um, mm. Express, or what was that Yeah, brand? you're right. I think it was. Yeah, he had yeah. A, a, yeah, yeah. He was a brand ambassador for Express. Well, that's a brand that a lot of draftees... Yeah. come in with it was early it was early in his days I don't know if it was the 200 million dollar I think it was before oh, he signed been. that contract how old do you think John Collins is 
Well, he hasn't been around 25. You're right. He's yeah. not even 26 years old. Yeah. Uh, by the start of next year, he will be. So you said they. It's young. So you <laughs> said that like he could. They could flip him. Is that because they just drafted Taylor Hendricks behind him? I'm just saying, of all the GMs in the league, Danny Ainge looks at players as like just legit assets, and it's like bring them in, build them up, flip them out. <laughs> like he would do it, uh, and others would as well. I, I don't think you can take it off the table. I don't know if you can take off the table moving off a of Lowry Marketing for a huge haul what? with Danny Ainge. Like that's how this guy operates. So I, I think that's much much less likely than buy super low on John Collins, build him up, and if there's a, you know, suddenly you're getting more in return, would you be all that shocked? Come on, if they got a first-round pick at the deadline. For John? Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And we'll see how it works. Yeah, I don't I don't think they move him this year. Okay. Be, because they don't have a lot of money tied up at no, all. No, that's right. That's right. And, and their that's books what, are good. <laughs> their, books, their books are incredibly good. Colin Sexton is their highest paid player at 17 mil. Wow. Then Markinen, uh, who's signed for a couple of years at, at a really good deal for an all-star, and he's up in 25. And then maybe Jordan Clarkson I was comes say Clarkson, back. Clarkson, possibly. So that's an, it's a really interesting team to me. Markinen, can't trade guy for, for me. There's, there's no possible way you trade him uh, with how he's played and where he is in his career. They've got Ochai Abaji as their first-round pick. Or mm-hmm. he, they got them in, in the Donovan Mitchell deal. Other than that, Walker Kessler, they're so young. I'm really This team needs a point it. guard. They need a guard, no doubt. And They it, do not have – they've got Sexton, uh, and they've got Jordan Clarkson, potentially, if he comes back. Right. That's why I'm interested to see a, a, a guard. Even if Clarkson comes back, this could be a playoff team. But, yeah, yeah. but another guard – you know, with Markin and Kessler and uh, Collins up front, I believe in this team. But yes, they need a guard. The issue is there's not a great uh, crop of unrestricted free agents that are point guards, mm-hmm. uh, and the ones that are, you probably can't afford. You know, be it a Fred Van Vliet, uh, and then there's a bunch of other ones that you're like, nah, probably not. D'Angelo Russell, Russell Westbrook. It's like, no, no, no. It feels like it could be like, um, like a Delon Wright. Could be, you know, they could make a move for like a someone's been a really good backup for a long time and is a solid player. Maybe, yeah, they get one of the Wizards, Monte Morris, uh, or obviously they just got Tyus Jones. Is there something there? That's what they really. It feels like they need a, just a. They need like a, you know, a Conley, so to speak. Uh, not maybe at that level, but someone for uh, much much more affordable, like they used to have there, because that's when they were making their run. That's when they were started ten and three last year, and you couldn't stop talking about them on the show. Yeah, because they, had they a were great lights run. Out. Yeah, and then they sort of started trading pieces. But they could definitely sign Clarkson to a deal, and then potentially trade him down the road. But yeah, the the guard is likely to come later on in this build. Yeah, probably not in free agency, and that's why this was a good move to get a, a talented guy. Books are clean, though. Very clean. All right, well, let's hear from everybody out there. Uh, your thoughts on John Collins finally being traded. What were you doing when the news broke? <laughs> Do you remember where you were the day John Collins was traded to the Utah Jazz? Uh, yes. What were you doing? Taking off my socks. <laughs> wow. My bombas. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Gotta be honest. That's what I was doing. I was laying mulch. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Picked the hottest day of the year to do it. That was smart, wasn't it? What you- but that's what I was doing. And I came in, I was like, oh, damn, John oh, Collins got traded. Oh, he came in. Yeah. Looked at your phone. Well, I didn't think or, you were all over you. it either. I think I beat you to the news. <laughs> That's why I was asking what you were doing yesterday. <laughs> People were like, where's the emergency podcast? Where's the emergency podcast? Like, oh, come on. No, this is this. 
This was headlining today's show. Exactly. It's either we do an emergency podcast yesterday and no show today, or wow. we just sit on it and wait. Wow, come on. But we, we the problem was we did that Cam Reddish emergency podcast that one right. time, and everybody's now like, well, any player goes. There's some truth to that. but I had no problem putting on my socks and doing an emergency podcast. No <laughs> I problem. Did, really? Yes. Okay. For JC? <laughs> For our guy? Uh, okay, well, let's hear from you out there, your thoughts on the trade. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, a little NBA free agency primer. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. The ads on YouTube, they are evolving, and the stream team loves them. (laughs) They approve of this ad, J.D., is what uh, Half-Life Hero says. Uh, All right, the NBA's free agency negotiation period officially begins 6 p.m. Eastern this Friday, uh, ahead of the league's annual moratorium. Deals can be agreed to during this period, but can't be officially signed until July 6th. Unrestricted free agents will be able to sign with any team. Restricted free agents... They can too, but the player's original team can choose to match and offer to retain said player. So I thought we could do a little breakdown here, Tass, a little primer. You could chime in on some names that you're intrigued by and where they could maybe go, stay, whatever. Before we get to the tiers, I've broken them into like all-stars and then unrestricted by their position, some restricted, some player options. Keith Smith had a tweet yesterday breaking down the 2023 cap space projections. Just to like zoom out, take a look at the teams with a bunch of money that they could throw at free agents and how they choose to use it. The Rockets have nearly $61 million in cap space. That is a ton. Now we'll get to talking about James Harden, which in theory could take a lot of that, or they could go a different direction and maybe get two or three guys. Spurs, $38.6 million. Kings, $35.6 million. Pacers, $32.2 million. Pistons, $30 million. The Jazz, $28.4 million. The Magic, $23.9 million. Important note about the Jazz, you may have seen other sites noting that the Jazz only have $12 million in cap space, but that is likely factoring in Jordan Clarkson's cap hold, which Keith did not. I saw him note that. So that's why that that number there uh, differs and maybe some. But uh, the Jazz, either, either $12 million if you're including the cap hold on Clarkson, uh, and if you're not, $28 plus. Uh, all right? So that's... That's the teams with the money. That's a primer for you. Yeah, I like that. I, I like this idea of yeah, breaking it all down. Here's the dollars where they could go, and we'll get to the players. The Jazz is interesting. It feels like they have also other options with Taylor Horton Tucker. Yes, that's who, true. Who was their starting point guard at the end of the last year, THT. It's going to be a, a lot of space there, potentially. So let's just start quickly here with a board showing the 
to be decided player options because we're still waiting on some guys here. Mm-hmm. James Harden, uh, we are waiting his decision of whether he's going to opt in, opt out of that final $35.6 million deal he has with the Sixers. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, we already talked about him a little bit when we were talking about the John Collins trade, $14.2 million. Josh Hart, he has a $12.9 million player option. The Hart, <laughs> the Hart, I've been watching too many old wrestling videos. Mm-hmm. The, I was going to say the Hart Foundation. Uh, Josh Hart and the Knicks extended the player option deadline until Thursday. Uh, it was Saturday night, but they you can uh, agree to move it and extend it. So they have until Thursday, I guess, to figure out whether Josh Hart's going to opt in, opt out. Yeah, or yeah, hammer out a long-term deal. That's, that's what it right. sounds like. Yeah, it, it does sound like he's going to stay with the Knicks. And then I included Dante DiVincenzo here, $4.7 million. Um, Again, these are the ones I'm pretty sure we don't know yet what they're actually doing. Any thoughts on that board there with the player oh, options? Baby, yeah, all of them, really. Hart's an interesting one because they lost to the Miami Heat in the postseason, and the way they're constructed with Jalen Brunson, Quentin Grimes, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, and sort of as their other starters, it didn't help having him in the starting rotation. Josh Hart is not a, a three-ball shooter, really. He feels like more of a bench player, especially with that team. He's got to be playing with shooters, really. So there was limited space out there. So if you're going to extend him and a long-term deal, how much are you going to pay him? Is he going to be a starter? It just doesn't feel like an incredible fit at this point. The better lineup that Tom Thibodeau took too long to get to was Quentin Grimes in that starting lineup to go along with R.J. Barrett. I didn't even mention R.J. Barrett. Um, so... You know, it's Grimes or Hart in that starting lineup. Anyways, I'm getting a little into the, the nitty-gritty. Mm-hmm. I just They just need a little bit more shooting. The Heat were saying, Randall, shoot that. Hart, shoot that. Robinson well, Hart was funny because remember it. he couldn't miss a three yeah. when he first came over. He was yes. on fire, and then it, then he went. Got back to normal. Yeah, back he to normal. He regressed to the mean. Yeah. When, when you're not guarding Randall, you're not guarding Robinson, you've got three non-shooters essentially with Josh Hart in the starting lineup is, is the whole point. So. At this point, I think they're trying to retool. I'm sure you know we we had some discussions about uh, R.J. Barrett going out for even a, a crazy uh, Bradley Beal type package just to get a, a more of a perimeter score. So I, I'm interested to see what the Knicks do there if they limit themselves because the Heat showed what they, what they the defense can do against a team with limited shooting, mm-hmm. and the Knicks did not pick up Derrick Rose's option. Uh, as well, which is 16 mil. Right. Makes sense. He's going to be a free agent. He wasn't offering a lot. They've got Evan Fournier one more year on the books, and uh, then they can probably make some more maneuvers. But they uh, they may limit themselves uh, by signing Josh Hart, who, yeah, is, is a great piece, but maybe not on this team currently. As for Harden, he is expected to opt out uh, of his $35.6 million deal with the Sixers for next season uh, before that Thursday deadline hit free agency on Friday. It's whether or not he is staying in Philadelphia mm-hmm. or is this rumor that started months ago, the idea of going back to Houston legitimate or not, or is Harden and his team sort of using that as leverage to get more money from Maury and the Sixers. Do you have a read on that? Or do you think he's uh, going to be staying there now with Nick Nurse? I think he had a great meeting with Nick Nurse. He was impressed, I guess. <laughs> By all accounts, yeah, he had great. Vision. He had great meetings with Doc last year as well. Sure. So uh, nobody has a good read on this. Uh, James probably knows where he's going, maybe. But this is the one situation that's confounded the most people in the basketball world. 
Why would he go back to Houston right. if they're not going to win? But maybe he's cool with that. Maybe he just wants to roll out the ball and play basketball and not win. <laughs> that that would be the strange, very strange scenario because he's not going to win. These are his years, if any, that he's going to win. Right. And he won a couple games in the postseason for the Sixers. I think coming out of the playoffs, even though he had some stinkies against the Celtics and to end that series, I think this was the playoffs where people would say James Harden had the best reputation coming out of it, even though he had bad ones. Oh, wow. He had game winners. He had, <laughs> I had two 40-point games in that series. A lot of highs. A lot of lows. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's the it's it's strange, but you want to win or not? You have a better chance of Philly, more pressure or no pressure. Whatsoever. Would you how would you feel if he actually went back and <laughs> just signed with the Houston Rockets and sort of ended his career getting paid and scoring a lot and getting a lot of assists and maybe accolades but not a lot of probably team success where they are as a franchise. Like would you like I don't know, judge him for that? Like, <laughs> would it sour you in how you think of maybe his legacy if that's ultimately how he plays this? I don't think he will, by the way, but if he does? I think I'd respect him more. No, come on, really? <laughs> I know, it's weird. We want athletes to go for it! Go for it! But I don't know. Okay. Maybe he, he's a unique guy. It's, it would be weird. I don't know, as far, so as, his, weird. as far as his legacy goes, I don't think it's really going to change all that much like he's not going for it. if he gets a well title, his legacy obviously. changes if he actually can help a team get to win. a finals and win yeah well they yeah. had a good shot and they're gonna up, happen in houston they're up three two on yeah. the celtics and they yeah. didn't so i don't know then there's this extent you know this uh, indirect talk here about trading tobias harris there's lots of rumors that the sixers to try and build up the team around potentially harden and mb yeah. that they would trade tobias harris but I don't know. Maybe it's just better for the Sixers to move on, even though Harden is a really good player and won them games, to just try and put more stock into Tyrese Maxey and, you know, not handcuff them with more moves. So maybe Harden's doing them a weird favor in in a way. I think they are just having to figure out how many years and what's the money here for him to stay with Philadelphia. I do think he will go that direction. Um you know, you have a bunch of decisions that they have to make in Philadelphia, though. Paul Reed uh, will be a free agent. He's restricted, so they can obviously offer any uh, offer any deal that another team throws his way. George Niang, Jalen McDaniel, Shake Milton, Montrezl Harrell, they're all uh, also hitting free agency here. But, yeah, James Harden will very likely be, uh, again, opting out, testing free agency, and I think it will just be what's the money and for how many years? And I think it works if it's just not if it's not a four year deal. You know what I mean? I think it obviously Philadelphia would prefer like a two, maybe three, for a lot of money. He's going to get a ton of money. Led the league in assists. Is good. But you could see the Rockets throwing more money at him and Harden potentially saying, "Yeah, I'll do that." Right. Rather than go to Philadelphia for less money. There's not too wow. many. There's not too many individuals you would say that about. Like that would be a unique. Circumstance, sure, for sure, sure. All right, well, let's move on to the actual unrestricted free agents. I've got this first board here as all star level players. Okay, so they, you know, let's let's say they were all stars in the last like two or three years. I think all of these guys were. Um, and the list is Kyrie Irving, who's unrestricted, Fred Van Vliet, who declined his 22.8 million player option, Chris Middleton, who declined his 40.4 million dollar player option, and Draymond Green who declined his $27.6 million player option. So Irving, Van Vliet, Middleton, Green. 
Who intrigues you? These are some of the best players available, period. These are the best players. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah along, along, along with, with Harden, Harden yeah. yeah. Kyrie is sticking in Dallas. Most money. They gave up a lot for him. There's that story out there that he's already recruiting for the Mavs with LeBron, right? <laughs> uh, feels like he's staying there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think we can probably take him off the board. Friend Van Vliet, so interesting. Feels like Houston's going to splash. If they don't get Harden, they're going to throw money at Van Vliet. Shouldn't they want Van Vliet more? Than James, yeah. 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 A little bit more on their timeline. Yeah. Absolutely. But also, it would be a very Toronto Raptors thing to bring him back. I know it sounds crazy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel that way. Gary Trent Jr. coming back, I think, because kind of saw the potential for Fred to leave. Bigger opportunity more room to roam back there in the backcourt. He would be the lead guard right now. He, he would have the ball in his hands a lot. But new coach, new system. New system. Yeah, yeah. That, that part of it as well. Yeah. It would this would be a Raptors thing to bring Fred back. Just run it back. It's a mediocre team. Let's mm-hmm. do it again. Uh with a new coach in Darko. So I, I don't know. He could go both ways, but I know the Rockets are going to spend some money. It feels feels like they're going to you know, either throw it at Harden or throw it at Van Vliet. Throw a huge bag at Fred Van Vliet. Van Vliet's interesting because you can sort of see him in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Like the Rockets, he would, in theory, be like he'd be like a stabilizer, right? You could see him as a bit of a mentor, obviously a floor general on a team that's trying to rebuild with a bunch of young talent, and they want to start winning some games. I mean, mm-hmm. they've been bad for three years running now. Yudoka there now. They want to start winning some games. Or you could also see Van Vliet. Uh, I'm not sure it would happen through free agency, but you could see Van Vliet being like the final piece to like push a team to the next level um, as your third or fourth or whatever best player on a squad. So he fits in a lot of places. But then there's this ugly truth of, is Van Vliet going to be overpaid immediately as soon as he signs this new contract? Like, is Van Vliet that good to be a 30 to $33 million a year type player. He's, what, 29? So he's, like, sort of in his prime. But he, you know, he's good. He's scrappy. But he has his limitations, too. He struggles to stay in front of super fast guards. He struggles at the rim. Sometimes his shot leaves him. Uh, so I, 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 I'm with you. I could see a team like Houston. I think he comes in and he does. He just makes everyone a little more professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like... Because that's how he's like just made it in this in this league as an undrafted guy and betting on himself and winning a chip and all that. But uh, oh, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a bit of a tough contract to swallow. Maybe moving forward, but maybe some teams don't care because they got the space. He's become a free agency a free agent at the right time. Yes, he, yeah, because he is one of the bigger names. He would fit perfectly in Miami. I know it's not. Uh, it's not easy to make the math work, mm-hmm. but they're trying for Beal. They're obviously going to try for a Lillard. And a guy who maybe doesn't finish at the rim is his biggest weakness on the offensive end. I think they can overcome that in Miami, as we saw. Like Gabe Vincent thrived there. And so Fred could thrive there for sure. The math probably doesn't work in a sign-and-trade. Maybe a sign-and-trade him back for Kyle Lowry one more time uh, just to, to make it work. But... Yeah, he's going to make a team better. I, I get what you're saying in terms of the years, maybe a few years down the road. Do you, as a Raptors fan, want Fred VanVleet in uniform at the start of next season? I would like them to change it up. Okay, yeah. And this is the only 
thing that can tangibly happen immediately without a huge trade package. Right, outside of trading an OG or a Siakam, yeah. something big, big, big. I think Fred wants change. He's going to get more money somewhere else. Don't you feel the same? Yeah, yeah. I do. I Like I said, I mean, it was a long-winded way for me to get to. I'm not sure I'd want to be paying Van Vliet $33 million to be the lead point guard. On the Raptors, at least. <laughs> that's my opinion, and I'm sure that's the decision they're trying to figure out Masai and Bobby Webster because but because then okay he leaves then what the Raptors have no guards you're telling me Gary Trent Jr. is like their one lone guard mm-hmm. it's not I mean that we had our WhatsApp chat was going nuts yesterday saying D'Angelo Russell was going to be uh, the Raptors point guard I'd rather have Van Vliet <laughs> because he was seen in Toronto oh was he I didn't playing know hoops oh you didn't see that. no 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 I just oh, oh boy put, okay put down your mulch for a second <laughs> oh, read, read a the mulch. story on the Daily Hive or whatever that was yeah <sighs> he was at uh, U of T he had a, a penny on like a jersey on that said U of T like summer league D'Angelo Russell that guy okay. yeah fascinating just now maybe he's thinks Carabana's this weekend or something like he got there early. Carabana, that's not till August. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I don't know why he's there at U of T unless they're talking to him. But Fred is going to lead. Oh, they can't be talking to him. Yeah, you can't. It's not allowed. (laughs) I was reading, not talking to him. It's so weird. I guess you could talk to your own team. Nas Reed, people were getting on me because I said Nas Reed was at his. (laughs) <laughs> at the the, uh, the the drafty workouts in Minnesota, but I guess he's not a free agent until July first. So if it's your own team, that's a lot. Sure, but Fred is going to lead some young guys. It, now we talk about Houston a little bit, where he doesn't have to get to the rim as much because they've got ridiculous athleticism around. They got a Thompson twin. They've got Jalen Green. They've got so many guys who will get to the rim, and he can just be sort of a, a leader among boys and shoot the three. That'll fit him well. He's going to get paid. The end of the contract is is the worrisome part with Fred, if it's a four-year deal, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, let's go to the centers in unrestricted free agency. Oh, we're not even going to talk about my man Chris Middleton? Oh, okay, go ahead. I mean, he's not going anywhere. You've already said that. No, he's not. I don't think anyone else on that list is going anywhere. Like, I think of, like, the top 10 free agents available, I think the only ones I can actually see leaving are Van Vliet, maybe Kuzma, if you even include him in the top 10. Yeah, he'll leave. Yeah, Chris is staying. Those are the only two, because I think Middleton's staying. I think Draymond is ultimately staying. Um, I think Harden is staying, of these big names. Yeah, I just wanted to tease people a little bit. But no, Middleton ain't going anywhere. (laughs) I I totally agree. He's literally one of the best players out there, one of the best three players with Kyrie and Harden, with what he's done in his career. But I don't think teams are offering him a ton, like a ton more than what the Bucs are going to offer him. Probably not, but this guy is a really, really good player. Yeah. So, so in a crop that doesn't have a ton of players, I'm a little surprised that there aren't more rumors about him leaving. Here's what is happening already with this new CBA on the horizon. Players like him, this sort of middle-class player, not elite, not superstar players. It's these players, Van Vliet to some extent, Middleton. It's going to be really difficult to make those guys 30 to $35 million or even $40 million. Like that much money for that level of player is going to crush teams it's like this is what people said the the, the quote-unquote middleman is going to get screwed here but that's what the bucks are going to pay him they're going not, to not 40 no but, i mean he was already under a huge contract yeah yeah so. they're, they're going to actually like okay we're going to lock him up for a couple more years probably on a cheaper deal that's yeah. smart and and they're still you have Giannis. you, you can still win a championship yeah so, so so you pay a guy yeah a little bit more than the market would uh because 
you have championship aspirations. So the he's going to get the best deal in Milwaukee. He's Giannis's right hand man. He was part of the coaching search yeah. for Adrian Griffin recently. Is that tampering? Uh, so uh, he's going to be there for sure. He's going to be there. Uh, well, there's another uh, name on the, the Milwaukee Bucks who is an unrestricted free agent. Let's go to the centers. We got Brooke Lopez. We got Vucci Baby. We got Pirtle. We threw on Christian Wood. And just because I wanted a fifth name, I threw on Mason Plumley. So Lopez, Vooch, Pirtle, Wood, Plumley. These are the unrestricted centers of note, Tass. Yeah, now we're getting into the guys that could move, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Brooke Lopez, hot, hot rumors of him going to Houston. I'm surprised that there hasn't been any chatter. Maybe people just don't like talking about Milwaukee, but any chatter about him staying with the Bucks? This is a team that wants to win a friggin' championship. They're a one seed with Brooke Lopez as their center for a long time. Do they just want to get younger? Or are they going to bring Brooke back? I, th- I think they're going to run it back. I think they're going to get Brooke in there. Maybe they don't want another tampering hit like they had a couple of years ago when they were trying to get Bogdan Bogdanovich. <laughs> uh, they, they lost a draft pick for that, so maybe they're just keeping quiet. But it's been oddly quiet. I think for regarding Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. Uh, then yeah, we moved down the the list here. Vooch, wow, what a wild ride it's been for Vucevic. <laughs> you know, he was getting you know, from an All Star, dealt for two first round picks uh, from the Magic, and I guess he's going to come back on a cheapy contract with the Nug- uh, Nuggets with the Bulls. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Pirtle's got so. Pirtle's got to go. Smooth back. move by the Magic, selling. Oh, perfect. Quick. Time. Selling high, getting first-round picks. You imagine that right now? Good luck. No. Yeah, it wouldn't be a chance. No. They, they sold at the right time a couple, yep. couple of years ago. This is exactly what the Hawks should have done with John Collins. Pirtle, I think, sticks around Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Wood's interesting. The guy's still a bucket, but is he leaving Dallas after they went and got Derek Lively? Mm-hmm. They got Omax uh, in the draft as well. Maxon's Prosper. He, but he was having some issues with getting playing time yes. under Jason Kidd. Yeah. But they have a couple guys in uh, Dwight Powell and himself who are in, entering free agency here. They're, they're unrestricted. So what, are the, what do the Mavs do? Are they just going to be a really, really, really top-heavy team and try and go after somebody else? Or do they bring guys back like, Dwight Powell, I'd say, is more of a chance to bring back than Christian Wood. But does somebody want to take a chance on Christian Wood to be um, you know, their number one guy at center? Doesn't seem like it right now. No. Doesn't seem like there's a really good fit. Looking up and down each roster doesn't seem like there's a really good fit. But a really talented, still a very talented guy. For sure. Yeah. And Plum Dog? Fit in well with the Clippers. Yeah. He's going to be a backup big somewhere. I could see the, the Celtics... Yeah. You know, picking him up for mm. a cheap deal, championship type pickup. I could see that happen. Let's go to the forwards. Unrestricted free agents. We got Jeremy Grant on this board, part of this group. Kyle Kuzma, who declined his $13 million player option. He wants some more money. Harrison Barnes there with Sacramento. He's a free agent. Bruce Brown, he declined the $6.8 million player option. Is he going to stay in Denver, try and run it back, or is he going to try and get a payday? And uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. is he a forward? Is he a guard? <laughs> He's both. Uh, scores over twenty a game, hilarious. Uh, but yeah, Grant Kuzma, Barnes, Brown, Kelly Oubre Jr. Who uh, 
who intrigues you here from this list? Well, Jeremy Grant's going back to Portland, I imagine. Yeah. These reports now that Damian Lillard came back from his business trip. I like how it's called a business. Business vacation is what it was called in Paris. Oh. It was business vacation. He came back and he met with the Blazers front office. Yes, yesterday. Yesterday, Monday. And uh, they said, we're still going to work to build around you. And it feels like we're just going to hear about this in a week after the Blazers make some moves in free agency depending on what they do. Maybe Dame wants out if if he doesn't like what's happening. Oh, so you think uh, this meeting, by all reports, was, hey, I'm going to give you a couple weeks here. Let's see what you can do. Let's mm-hmm. see who you can bring in. Mm-hmm. Let's see the moves you in the front office make. And then, maybe then, I'll decide, okay, here for life, let's go, or possibly, oh, that's what happened? That's all you got? That's who's coming in? Trade me. You think that's maybe where we're at here? Yeah. It's like a two-week window? (laughs) Yes, I think so. And I think Jeremy Grant would be on his list of keeping around. And so I think he comes back. Although I do think when he came back from that trip in Paris where there was that Instagram Live that he was on where the DJ played Welcome to Miami in the background. And he laughed Sure. because of all the Miami rumors. I think maybe they wanted to take a look at his phone when he came into this uh, Blazers meeting and wanted to see his history. Maybe he played Welcome to Miami oh, at the right time. Conspiracy connected theory. to the Bluetooth. Yes. Got yes. on the Sonos. Yeah, and he just acted like, oh, I'm not the DJ, but I'm sure they're checking his phone. I uh, know <laughs> that that was that was that was funny. Good move. Good move by the uh, by the DJ. Played Welcome to Miami and then something else with a Miami line in it a little bit later yeah, in that like story. It was like a Whitney Houston song. Oh, yeah. They were playing some old jams over there in yeah. Uh, France. <laughs> yeah. What's the Whitney Houston line? I'm looking at JD. JD's going to have it. Right on the tip of his tongue. It has something to do with, I want to feel the heat with somebody. That's what it was. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Has anyone created like the ultimate Damian Lillard to Miami playlist on on Spotify yet? Like all the songs with heat, Miami, I guess any DJ Khaled song uh, (laughs) that you can think of. Somebody done that yet? No? Share the the playlist if you have. Sure. Sure. Be a great summer playlist, I'm sure. It would be. Is Kyle Kuzma going to the Heat? Just wanted to transition there. No, he's not going to the Heat. Where is Kyle Kuzma mm, going? Right, right. This is a an intriguing one. Declined his 13 million player option with the Wizards, but who's going to pay him? Yeah, I thought he was potentially before the John Collins trade. Uh, maybe the team like the Utah Jazz would look at him, but obviously that's off the board now. Yep. So is it replacing Harrison Barnes in Sacramento? Especially if they like strike out on getting Draymond Green. Is it, uh, I guess it could be Houston, but it doesn't feel like it. They're looking for, like, feels like they're looking for some guys that can play some defense. Right. Van Vliet, Brooke Lopez, Dylan Brooks, I know we'll get to. Uh, what other teams are there? I mean, he's not going to the Pistons, I don't think. Yeah. it doesn't. That's, that's why it's intriguing. It seems like the options are coming off the board. So maybe he's going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> Just get paid a lot of money to go score a bunch of points with uh, Jordan Poole on the yeah. Wizards. Yeah. But even the Jordan Poole acquisition kind of hurts. Kyle Kuzma, I think, in Washington. Mm. I know they have to pay somebody, so they're paying Poole a lot of money. Do you also want to pay Kyle Kuzma a lot of money? With the prospect, with the idea that you're going to trade him at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think his options are becoming limited, unless it's a Kings move, which I know he fits the timeline better with yeah. Fox and Sabonis. There's a positional need. Uh, yeah. But you can get Barnes cheaper. and Right. What are you losing with Kuz? I don't know. I, I don't know if it really 
I don't know if he has many options at, at this point. That's that's a really intriguing one there. Anyone else on that list? Yeah, somebody's going to be happy signing Harrison Barnes, I think, um, just because it's going to be cheaper. Uh, yeah, and we're interested to see what where Bruce Brown ends up. If Michael Malone was was right when he was excited at the uh, at the parade, saying he's coming back, he's coming back. Maybe he signs a one year deal for six point eight and then gets paid in the twenty four twenty five season. I guess that's possible. Would you do that? Right, he could take a li- he could get like a little bit of an increase because he's already declined. Oh, sorry, he could, that was the number. No, no, that's it's like a seven, 7. Seven, 8 or something yeah, like it's that. something yeah. like that. Yeah, so yeah. it's not much of an increase at all. But then with the idea that he could sign the extension, yeah, it's possible. I think it's just really ulti- he has the he has the decision of get paid way more with some team, uh, some other team, which a lot of teams would like a player like him, and he would get like double that basically. I would think or close to, uh, yeah, at least you know around the. Uh, mid-level um, exception there. So let's say $13 million. Or stay in Denver and, and obviously take a bit of a... It's not a pay cut because he'd be getting more money, but obviously <laughs> not getting his probably fair uh, market value. But sure. to stay with a really good team, obviously is a fan favorite, and then to move forward with them, get more money in the in the extension. I think I think it's possible. I think he just has the ultimate decision there. Uh, most people usually take more money. Yeah. <laughs> in, in all walks of life and all professions, mostly. Yeah, the Kings. Kings, are they going to – how much are they going to pay for a Kyle Kuzma? If You don't like it, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm just a little reluctant to – he's not going to solve the defensive issues. Right, he right. obviously was a really good defensive player, getting down in his stance during the 2020 bubble as a supporting player. But I think people sort of overvalue that and say, oh, he's a champ, maybe because he's got this reputation, but uh, this, this online reputation. But he was a bench player for them, and, and he did – he did help out. There is no doubt. You don't see Kuzma. But starting lineup as your four to help yeah. out this shoddy defense. That is exactly – I mean, he, he'll he'll give his effort, but I don't you, think he's turning think, around that defense. You don't think Kuzma is going to be like what Wiggins blossomed into for Golden State, what Aaron Gordon sort of became in Denver. You don't think Kuzma can – He's not a shutdown defender yeah, like, yeah. like Wiggy was able to do. But, yeah, maybe it's a – Anyone, and this would be a lesser role for him. He's not going to take as many shots as he did in Washington if he's on the Sacramento Kings. So I don't know if it's happy times for either party. Uh, just a final note on that, you know, list there. I think James Edwards III, uh, great beat writer for the uh, Pistons at the Athletic. A lot of Pistons fans want them to make a, a big offer to Cam Johnson, who's restricted. We'll show Ooh, him and get to yeah. you in a second. But he wonders, and maybe they will, but he wonders if Harrison Barnes on a shorter deal coming to Detroit as a vet to help that squad makes a little more sense. I don't mind that. I think there's something there. I know it's not gonna, it's not flashy. It's like, wow, as much as Cam Johnson would be. Yeah. Um, to pair with Cade and Ivy and, and the bigs and, and all the talent Thompson now there. But... I could see that. I could see like a Harrison Barnes coming in on on not not four years by any means, like a much shorter contract, still expensive, but they have some space. Yeah, I, I saw I saw James Edwards write the desired players for the the Pistons. Top of the list, Cam Johnson to sure. fit perfectly with their timeline. Pay the man. That's a you know air quotes winner type guy. Then you go down the list, Barnes. Yeah, he'd fit for sure. I just wonder. It's like him and Boyan Bogdanovich. They're kind of not 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 the same type of player, but the same part of their career, and 
they were almost moving off of Boyan Bogdanovich, but you do need vets. You do need some old guys in the room. So, yeah, he'd help. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. All right, let's look at the guards. It's not that sexy. Unrestricted free agents. Once we remove, you know, Kyrie and, like we said, Harden, who has a player option. We got D'Angelo Russell. We got Russell Westbrook. We got Dylan Brooks. Threw on Karis LeVert. And then I threw on two Heat players. There are, you know, many more names, but uh, we got Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, who are unrestricted free agents. Talk about some decisions there for Miami. Yeah. What do you think of uh, the guard pool when it comes to the unrestricted free agents? Hmm. Yeah, the Heat just starting there. That's their starting backcourt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that went to the NBA Finals, who are making the minimum in both cases, one point eight million each. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to go, you know, real heavy and replace those guys with Bradley Beal when they were talking to the Washington Wizards. I, I, I think they just wait and they don't pay Shrews and they don't pay Vincent because they're waiting probably on Damian Lillard. Um, I think Dante DiVincenzo could be a perfect fit there as well from the Golden State Warriors. I don't know how much they want to offer, though, if, mm. if the Lillard thing doesn't work out. DiVincenzo is we, we saw him on the board earlier he has a player option I imagine he says nah I'm so. not going to take that he kind of bet on himself last year a one year guaranteed guaranteed year with the Warriors and then a player option here and he looked good with the Warriors and he just he seems heady he is a ball hawk he shot 40% from three the Bucks loved him for that reason uh, way back when but they moved on from him and now with Chris Paul in Golden State, I see DiVincenzo maybe maybe moving on there because the playing time is just going to be mm-hmm. somewhat limited. I, I think there'll be another team that gives him a decent amount more. Like more of an opportunity. Yeah, and when he says... And money. And he could fill in for, for Max Struess uh, if the Heat move on from Struess. But Struess and Vincent deserve a couple paychecks for sure for what they did. So if you were putting those two guys in order of importance, if you're Miami, mm. Struess or Vincent, how would you go well, one and then two? Super tough. It depends how they fill out the rest of the roster. Probably. That's an easy way out. Yeah. Was, uh, probably Gabe was more really? instrumental. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's tough. They're both important. And then we get to the names like Russell, Westbrook, Brooks, Lavert. Brooks feels like he's going to Houston. I mean, that's been out there for a long time. It makes sense. I can just see Udoka liking that sort of uh, type of player, that mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe there's even some similarities to how he used to play. You know, he's got that dog in him. It just, I could see that making sense. It doesn't feel like he's obviously going back to Memphis. They'd be like, bye. See you later. It's all your fault for all this. Yeah, uh, so that to me makes sense. There's like, a little Marcus. One of the pieces. There's a little Marcus Smart there. That, sure. That Udoka used to have with Boston. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think he'll go there, but yeah, these other ones, D'Angelo Russell, I have no clue. I have no clue. Westbrook, I think, stays with the Clippers, ultimately, but at what contract? Let's get some, some weird situations here with players that were obviously very successful uh, and are still good in spurts, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's... Fun list. He's still only 34. He's going to turn 35. They... Almost replaced him with Malcolm Brogdon. Right, right. That three-team deal that the Clippers said, nah, we don't like injured players. We're out on this. And so Boston had to go somewhere else. And uh, they traded Marcus Smart, obviously, in that three-team deal to get Kristaps Porzingis. So, yeah, I'm... Well, will guys like Russell and Westbrook sort of just latch on to somebody in a few weeks when 
like the Heat have made their sort of moves and they say, okay, uh, you know, we'll we'll grab on to somebody. I mean, I don't like know why I said the Heat. Yeah, yeah, cheap. Yeah, the cheap. That's what's going to happen yeah. most likely. I think so. Russell, those in a different situation from Westbrook because, you know, he's still in the prime prime of his career. And so he, I'm sure he wants to get D'Angelo, paid. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Russell, Russell, right. Oh, you keep saying Russell. Double like, Russells. What are you talking about? Yeah, D'Angelo Russell's 27 and Westbrook's 34. So different parts of their career. He D'Angelo Russell just made 30 mil. I'm sure he wants to get paid, but yeah. that's going to be a – He ain't getting that. <laughs> no. I can't imagine. No. Uh, final board, restricted free agents. We got Cam Johnson with the Nets, Grant Williams, currently of the Celtics, Couple Lakers there, Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, and uh, the Hornets, PJ Washington, and I begrudgingly put on Miles Bridges, who is a restricted free agent. He set out the season after an off-season domestic violence incident involving the mother of his children. He pleaded no contest to a felony domestic violence charge in November. Faces three years of probation, uh, no jail time though, as part of a deal with the prosecutors. He will begin uh, next season by serving an additional 10-game suspension. Remember that? They said he already served 20 of them after missing the season. It was a 30-game suspension, so he's got 10 more. But he is a restricted free agent, so he's on this board here. Um, any thoughts on any of these guys? Cam Johnson is, like Mikael Bridges, coming up in way too many rumors, I think. There was rumors that the Nets would move on from Mikael Bridges. Why the heck would they do that? He's so good. Why the heck would they let Cam Johnson go? after getting him in that package right. for Kevin Durant. He's too good. I think the worry would be it's just be too expensive at a certain point. If somebody just really overpays for him, do the Nets have to go, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, you think he's he's 27. He's yeah. not as young. Like I always think of him as like 24. I don't know why, but I do. I mean, he's an older guy. Yep. He's in his prime, but he's great. In this league, he's like everything you want. He plays defense, can hit the three, you know, switchability, all this. Just a, a great sort of role player. Uh, and I guess that's the reason. You get to a certain point, as I talked about, Tess, where it's like, uh, you can't pay these role players uh, $30 million. I don't know what type of offer he would get. I don't think he'd get that much. But is it far-fetched to think somebody throws a 4-100 at him? Probably not. Uh, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I just think in the, the net situation – yeah, I guess because they have some players that they're paying, like Ben Simmons <laughs> and um, Spencer Dinwiddie, that they're at a point here where yeah, may, maybe you're right. Um, right, but they just get squeezed. But you you got to think long term here. Those guys, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie comes off the books. Harris comes off the books after one more year. There's rumors that they could be trading Dorian Finney-Smith for a team that wants a three and D type guy. But uh, I I would say you sign Cam Johnson now and yeah you you kind of get hit this coming season but the money gets easier you you stick with this guy who yeah I, I'm with you he he played in college for a long time and came to the league uh, pretty old I think he's a five is he a five year college guy but um, he's too good to to let go right so me. you think the Nets would match on him I think so yeah, yeah. I think you're right and I think it's going to shock people how much he gets yeah that's fair because I think a team should be aggressive with him again he's a sharpshooting wing player that who, plays defense runs the floor that's a commodity in today's NBA yeah but who's gonna who's gonna pay for this guy the, well we said the Pistons is a possibility there Pistons is, yeah that they he would basically take up all their cap yeah with the Pacers I mean Ooh, he would Pacers. fit he would fit well there 
they've got room. So yeah, you're right. Somebody's going to throw some bucks but at. But will him. the Nets match? Uh, and any other thoughts on any of those other or guys? There's the Kings, I suppose, as mm. well. That'd be a good fit. Tiny bit undersized for the powered that, forward though. spot, yeah, but yeah, do it. <laughs> uh, any of those other guys? Think the Lakers retain their services of Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura? Austin Reeves, hundred percent. Rui, I'm looking forward to seeing what that contract. Yeah, he right. played played great in the postseason. But if you're paying him and you're paying Austin Reeves, you're probably running back most of the same team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're probably getting out of the D'Angelo Russell contract, saying goodbye, and not 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 getting out, just not offering him uh, a contract. And that money is going to go to these guys, in theory. Yes, right. And, and they've got a, a team option on Malik Beasley that I assume they won't pick up, and and hope that they can, you know, grab somebody else. So maybe they have room. Maybe they have ro- really. It's yeah, they're paying a lot to LeBron and AD. Uh, there's a, a Bomba situation there too, but I imagine they bring both those guys back, Rui and Austin Reeves. So there it is, a little NBA free agency primer. Hopefully that uh, helps some of you out there wrap your heads around the player options, the unrestricted guys, restricted guys, and uh, what type of movement we see. Again, I think of like, I almost want to say of the top 12 guys, if you were to say just by talent, that are uh, free agents or potential free agents when we consider like James Harden. Um I feel like only two are going to like actually move. Like I think so many are going to stick with their team. Uh, and if I had to pick, it's it's Van Vliet. And I'm not even convinced, like you said, Tass. Like mm-hmm. it feels like the Raptors are like, yeah, okay, we got him. Got him for $30 million three years. You know, something like that. Uh, let's start with him as our, our starting point guard. Uh, so even that's a possibility that he stays. And then, yeah, maybe this Kuzma, which I mean, also it's like maybe the Wizards are like, okay, well, we got to pay somebody here. It's like we, we pay Jordan Poole and we pay Gafford and that's it. Uh, so maybe he and and because of the rest of the market that maybe the other teams are more interested in cheaper guys at the same position your Barnes and your Grant Williams and and so on than maybe what Kuzma expects and him and his team expects so I don't I don't think there's gonna be a ton ton of uh, free agency movement when it comes to like the bigger names and it's not even that sexy a class yeah right yeah trade here or there We'll see what the Draymond Greed podcasting situation mm. is. Uh, he's got to jump on the mic and tell us where he's going, if he's staying or not. Oh, you think that's how it'll break? He'll yeah. do it? He'll do it. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought yeah. about that. Yeah, I think he's he was in France talking about the content plan with LeBron, I think. <laughs> I think that's what they're discussing. Selling a little? Yeah. Cha-ching. Or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling savory sausages or offering ostentatious oddities, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the United States, and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash no dunks, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash no dunks now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash no dunks. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately. So I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures, both analog and digital. A lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets. The things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs, whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney. It's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. All right, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mmm, Tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. Speaking of content, Tweet of the Night. It started with Kelly Eco, our guy. Yeah. He relayed a thought from New Rocket. Amin Thompson. He said, Amin Thompson did, that League Pass is a bit overpriced, uh, which a lot of people were replying and saying, I'm into that. Uh, I get it. I get it. I get it. But Mike Vorkanov, our guy at The Athletic, threw this very, very interesting information about League Pass into a tweet. Fun fact, written into the new CBA is that all NBA players... Get NBA League Pass for free, except 10-day contracts and two-way contracts. So the guys that could actually, it'd be really nice to have it for free, (laughs) don't get it. The two-way guys Mm, mm. and the 10-day guys. (laughs) The guys that are uh, not making nearly as much money as, you know, your uh, lottery draft picks and all these guys in the league. But everybody gets it. That is hilarious. That is very funny. How many actually go through with setting it up? What's the percentage? Uh, great question. You know, of the how many players are there? Three fifty, four hundred. Yeah, more four, four to how many of all these guys that get league pass for free through the CBA? I'm sure they get an email or something. Here's your promo code. But you got to set it up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. How many actually go through setting it up? I'd love to know the answer to that. Five percent, fifty percent. I got no. I think it's low, but who knows? I'm going fifty. That sounds high. They probably have somebody do it for them. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, or they care. What's League Price? What's League Pass cost now? I don't know. I don't like know. Like 100 bucks now. I think it's down to it's 100. It's gone down a yeah, lot. It used down. to be way too expensive. 
You Why do you think it's low, though? I mean, these these are the biggest sickos there are. Like, why do you think? Why do low, you think the percentage of low like of people who? No, he's just saying, no, that saying they, people would just pay for it. Why do I think it's low that <laughs> NBA players? He's saying why is it? Why do you think the amount of players who use that freebie yeah. is low? Is what he's saying because uh, they probably just pay for it. I, how many how many other uh, podcasts are you firing up and uh, watching and listening to, JD? Uh, great question. Because all you do is make podcasts. Mm-hmm. All you do, twenty four seven. Think about producing podcasts. That's true. Doing podcasts live, right. banking them. Yeah, but I guess yeah. my point is, you know, maybe the NBA it's, it's athlete. Just, yeah, they they don't want to unplug. Just yeah. Though unplug. we know LeBron watches all the stuff. Kevin Durant watches all totally. the stuff. Yeah, there are definitely there's the definitely shows. like. I remember players coming in saying, "Oh, I know the starters. I watch the starters because I watch NBA TV." It's, mm, well, we sickos. always thought it was just on in the facility. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. There is that. But Amen Thompson is a sicko, uh, certified sicko. Because did you see the clip of him being tested on his draft lottery knowledge? No. Some I don't know who it was. Apologies to who did it. This woman was asking him like with the tiny mic, and they made a short out of it. Like. She would give him two players, and it was like, who went higher in mm. the draft? Just, you know, random players. He was nailing it. Some were not easy. Some were like, damn, he called a tie on one of them. Oh, no, they got drafted the same position, wow. the same number. Right? Yeah. See? He knows his stuff, so he just wants a more affordable league pass. <laughs> and he pays but for it. But now he gets one. He now he's got, he gets one. It's great. But, you yeah. know, he pays for it because he's complaining about how, or maybe he couldn't afford it before. Yeah. That's expensive. Sure, it is expensive. Sure. Now he's got it, thanks to uh, that little that little tidbit there from Mike Vorkanoff. I never heard of that. Never heard of that. <laughs> Be great, like next year, first thing the number one draft pick says. Somebody asked him, "You excited to be going to, uh, you know, Houston?" Nah, I'm more excited for the free league pass. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I was excited for my free New York Times. Subscription. I know it is a cool thing. It's pretty cool. <laughs> One of those little perks. You're like, sweet. These guys are millionaires. Except the ten day contracts and two way. Yeah, they, that's, hmm. they need to. They got to get the union on that. That's got to be in the next one. Yeah, in the next CBA. Give it yeah. to all the guys. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. It's just all the details you got to work out. So a guy like. I don't know, signs a 10-day in March. Oh, got to get him his promo code. Wow, You know, yeah. he wasn't on the list in October. Well, maybe with the 10-day uh, guys, uh, you now have the ability with League Pass to just buy single games. So maybe we just <laughs> throw them a couple games, <laughs> right? Here's uh, five five free games you can watch because <laughs> you're only here since March. <laughs> there you go. Maybe there's something there. Yeah, we can work on that. Poor guys sleeping in the facility just so they can watch for free. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good tweet of the night there from uh, our guys Kelly Eco and Mike Vorkanoff at The Athletic. You should get a subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. You've got until the end of this month to take advantage of that new or uh, incredible summer sale of a dollar a month for the entire year. A dollar a month for the best damn writing in the NBA world at The Athletic. Go to, the athletic, uh, go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. All right, my mouth is dry. My coffee, uh, oh, hold on. I got a little cold coffee here still. <laughs> Do you drink iced coffee? I don't like it. Occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it either. <laughs> coffee should be hot. Yeah, but I will drink ice cold coffee that's been sitting there. Oh, like that. That was hot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But not. But I'm never ordering no. iced coffee. No. And you're never making one. <laughs> Hell Which no. is weird because we, you know, it's hot as balls here. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yep. All right, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. 
Thanks for joining us, and it's hot as balls here. Oh, it is. Oh, it's gonna get crazy <laughs> cool. this weekend. Yeah. Can I come over? To, can thing. I come over to your uh, mother-in-law's pool this weekend? Because it's gonna be super <laughs> hot here, man. Uh, what, what are we talking? I haven't Thirty-eight checked. Celsius. Yeah. What? You see what's going on in Texas? It's like insanely hot right now. Yeah. 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 Really hot. Yeah. Dangerously hot. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Be careful out there. Brace the day, people. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.